Hello, 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 everyone. Sheree Johnson Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you up out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. And it is time, it is time, it is time, it is time for your daily devotional. Today we are talking about 1 Samuel 24, 1 through 22, and we will be speaking about David in the wilderness and David spares Saul. David in the wilderness, and David spares Saul. So get your tablets, your cell phones, your Bibles, your laptops, your computers, your your PCs, your desktops, iPads, uh, you know, whatever you need to read this word, right? Because it's going to be deep, child. It's going to be deep, right? So come on now. Let's get busy. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson Moore. I am the owner CEO of LBM TV. It is a streaming channel that can be located on the C1 Media Network Smart TV app. This app can be located on Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire Stick, Android TV, and Google TV. We have advertising spots available for businesses that want to advertise their products or services on our channel. We have an audience of 4.25 million viewers daily reaching 70 plus countries. We have advertising packages to fit your company's needs. We would love for you to join the LBM family. You can reach us through our email address, lbmtvmedia at gmail.com or call us at 724-570-1153 for further details. Talk to you soon and let's advertise, advertise and tell the world what you are made of. All right now, let's deep dive into 1 Samuel 24. And it reads, And it came to pass when Saul was returned from following the Philistines, that it was told him, saying, Behold, David is in the wilderness of Egadon. Then Saul took 3,000 chosen men, out of all Israel, and went to seek David and his men upon the rocks of the wild goats. And he came to the sheep coats. By the way, where was a cave? And Saul went in to cover his feet, and David and his men remained in the sides of the cave. And the men of David said unto him, Behold, the day of which the Lord said, Unto thee, behold, I will deliver thine enemy into thine hand, that thou mayest do to him as it shall seem good unto thee. Then David arose and cut off the skirt of Saul's robe privily. And it came to pass afterward that David's heart smote him because he had cut off Saul's skirt. 
And he said unto his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing unto my master, the Lord's anointed, to stretch forth mine hand against him, seeing he is the anointed of the Lord. So David stayed his servants with these words and suffered them not to rise against Saul. But Saul rose up out of the cave and went on his way. David also arose afterward and went out of the cave and cried after Saul, saying, My lord the king. And when Saul looked behind him, David stooped with his face to the ground and bowed himself. And David said to Saul, Wherefore hearest thou men's words, saying, Behold, David seeketh thy, seeketh thy hurt. Behold, this day thine eyes have seen how that the Lord had delivered thee today into mine hand in the cave, and some bade me kill thee, but mine eyes spared thee. And I said, I will not put forth mine hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord's anointed. Moreover, my father, see, see the skirt of thy robe in my hand, for in that I cut off the skirt of thy robe, and kill thee not. Know thou, and see that there is neither evil nor transgression in my hand, and I have not sinned against thee, yet thou huntest me, huntest my soul to take. The Lord judge between me and thee, and the Lord avenge me of thee, but my hand shall not be upon thee, as saith the proverb of the ancients. Wickedness proceeded from the wicked, but mine hand shall not be upon thee. After whom is the king of Israel come out? After whom dost thou pursue? After a dead dog, after a flea. The Lord therefore be judge and judge between me and thee, and see and plead my cause and deliver me out of thine hand. And it came to pass, when David had made an end of speaking these words unto Saul, that Saul said, Is this thy voice, my son David? And Saul lifted up his voice and wept. And he said to David, Thou art more righteous than I, for thou hast rewarded me good, whereas I have rewarded thee evil. And thou hast showed this day how thou, how that thou hast dealt well with me, for as much as when the Lord had delivered me into thy hand, thou killest me not. For if a man find his enemy, will he let him go well away? Wherefore the Lord reward thee good for that thou hast done unto me this day. And now, behold, I know well that thou shalt surely be king, and that the kingdom of Israel shall be established in thine hand. Swear now therefore unto me by the Lord that thou wilt not cut off my seed from seed after me, and that thou wilt not destroy my name out of my father's house. And David swore unto Saul, and Saul went home, but David and his men got them up into the hold. I have just read First Samuel twenty-four, one through twenty-two. Dear Heavenly Father. Thank you. Thank you for not allowing 
the people that are sent to destroy us, to overtake us, um, not to let our minds run with revenge on them, not to seek vengeance in our spirits, our minds, and our souls upon the people that seek to destroy us. Thank you, Lord, for delivering us for <clears throat> from the evil, from the evil that sometimes besets us. Not to be overtaken, over overcome. Um, just thank you. Because we know it could be so easily that we could become just like our enemies when it comes to vengeance. But you laid in our hearts that we be pure and still treat the people right that have done us wrong. We still give them respect even though we know they are wrong. We still seek love, kindness, patience when you place it in our hearts for those that seek to undermine us, kill us, stab us in the back, run amok on us, just say all kind of mean and nasty things to our face, treat us like crap, but you still place love in our hearts to treat them the opposite. Lord, we thank you for these things. We thank you, Lord, for these things that thou has bestowed upon us. Thank you for the words of wisdom, Lord. We thank you for the knowledge and the understanding that you give us each and every day. Not to do unto those as they had done unto us. <laughs> you know, not to, you know, not to become them. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. May you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. 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 Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson Moore, and welcome to Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts, that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? Voiceover ads aren't that expensive. They range from $15 to $25. It all depends on where you place your ad in the podcast. So come on in and place your ad on Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast and tell the world what you have to offer. You can reach me at IamSharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of. All right, now, let's deep dive into this chapter. (laughs) Woo, 
child, let me tell you, let me tell you. David is the man. David is the man. David is the man. Uh, that's, 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 that's all I can say. David is the man. Because he has his opportunity to, you know, has the opportunity to slay Saul and he doesn't. David has the opportunity inside of a cave where David is in the cave and he doesn't even listen to the men that are in the cave with him. Okay, they in the cave. Okay, okay. So let's 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 deep at deep dive into this. So Saul, by chance, you know, after chasing the Philistine, you know, chasing them now, and he goes, he ends up in this cave. But he doesn't even know that David and his men are in the cave because they're standing on the side of the walls of the cave. You know, and the cave is dark. Caves are dark places, you know. You can see the light at the opening, but the further you go into the cave, it's dark. Okay, now you just think about this. You go into a cave and you don't even realize there's people already in the cave because your mind is somewhere else and you're not even thinking. You're not you're not thinking at this moment. You're trying to think about getting some rest or something like that because it sounds like they've been on a journey for a minute running around behind the Philistines, right? And David has already, he's already there. He's already in the place. He's already in there. And he is sitting there, and his men have tried to talk him into killing Saul. But David says, no, I ain't doing that. Saul walks in the cave. Saul walks out the cave. David doesn't even acknowledge that he's there. He's not He's not uh, talking, he's not speaking, and Saul does not hear him or the man speaking. When, you know, they had a child and the man said, all right, we can get him now, we can get him, you know, we can get him, you know, we can kill him, we can get it over, you know, because, you know. But David says, no, we ain't doing that. We're not doing that. And Saul walks back out the cave and David walks behind him. David walks behind him and acknowledges, look, Lord, I'm here. King Saul, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm I'm standing right in front of you. And Saul realizes something in that moment. He says, you could have killed me. David is moving so quiet, so still, so, so, you know, he, you know, you wouldn't even know he was there. And he has the opportunity to cut off Saul's skirt. He has the opportunity to cut off Saul's skirt. He is so quiet. That's how stealthy he moving. He Saul don't even realize he, David cuts his skirt off. And he acknowledges. He says, I'm here. Saul walks back out after David has cut the skirt off of him. And Saul doesn't even realize that. Until he's standing out there, and, you know, like, oh, okay, like, where my clothes at? David says, look, I'm here. I could have killed you in a cave, and you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even know I was there. But 
you see I got your 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 a claw, uh, you know part of your skirt here in my hand and I still ain't killed you yet. I have not laid my hands on you and I don't plan on laying my hands on you. I don't have to do nothing to you. I don't have to do anything to you. That's how God sets our hearts. God sets our hearts in that manner that revenge ain't even worth the time of day. It's like, really? It was just a waste of time, you know? Like, I, it's been plenty of times in my life where people have done me wrong. People have said things about me. People have lied on me, cheated on me, uh, backstabbed me, um, did so many things. And I realize now I'm older that getting back at them is a waste of time and energy. I'm going to just let you know I'm still here. I'm still, I know where you live. I know what you do. I know where you're at. But I'm not going to put my hands on you. I, I ain't got to do nothing to you. I don't. That's how God settles our hearts when we are secure in Christ. When we are secure with the Lord, that we working for the Lord. We know, you know, and and. and I, I'm, I'm with, uh, I am a living witness that it has crossed my mind plenty of times to get revenge on people, but what would be the purpose of that? What would, what would it be? What would be the purpose? Like a man would, uh, I'll give you an example. A man cheat on me. Okay, now I want to go and I remember, okay, I'll tell you this story. I remember one time I had this boyfriend. He's the first serious guy I ever I was serious with. And he already had a girlfriend, which his girlfriend was married. She was already, she was married. And I didn't quite understand the relationship, but he kept telling me he don't mess, he ain't gonna mess with her no more. He ain't gonna mess with her. But then it would be times where We'd be together, and he'd be like, "I'm going over. I'm going over her house. I'm going to spend time with her." And I, I got, I really, it was about I'm trying to use two people at the same time to get what I want. She ain't gonna give it to me. I know I can come to you and get it. Well, she was taking care of him financially, uh, all these things, buying him clothes, you know, gas in his car, make sure he he looked good, and all this. He, he was one of those dudes that I'm. A, he was a mama's boy. I'm just saying straight out. He was a mama's boy. And now that I look back on on that relationship, he turned me into somebody I didn't want to be. He turned me into somebody I didn't want to be. And I vowed to myself when he would play, he, he ended up playing both of us. And she ended up stopped messing with him. And I'm going to tell you how bad this vengeance was with me. One day... He asked me to leave to go to my grandmother's house because she was coming over there. And at the time, I had my grandma gone. Some say, go on over there, see what's going on with them. So they were coming out. His mom, he stayed with his parents. And they were coming, they were coming out the house. And something took over me, possessed me to almost drive and hit them both with the car. I could have, it wouldn't have made me know. It, 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 to me at that time, that was my resolution to the situation. I'd get rid of him and her at the same time. And 
what came over me at the very last minute, like, is, is these people really worth killing? I remember that moment, distinct moment, when I was driving up in their yard, and I just, all of a sudden, he pushed her out the way. He was standing there in front of me, and I had pressed on brakes. I didn't hit neither one of them, thank God. And God spoke to me. He said, is it really going, is it, is them two really worth going to jail over? Is them two really, you know, worth all that vengeance to hit them? And then you go to jail for vehicular manslaughter, or you could kill, you could, kill, you know, you kill somebody. You spend the rest of your time in, in your life in jail behind killing two people that weren't honest with each other and weren't honest with themselves and weren't honest with the people they were with. Was it really worth it? So that's what I say about how. Vengeance can drive you to a point where it makes you have no thought process. It makes you do stupid stuff. Vengeance can. But David overcomes. I overcame my situation. I pulled the car back out the driveway and turned around and went home. He was more worried about, oh, um, so how am I explaining this to my parents? They did this in the yard and it was kind of muddy. In the car, you know, and I drove. You could see the track, the, 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 the wheels, you know, the, uh, the uh, wheels, you know, the, the tire wheels in the yard, because that's how muddy it was. And I had driven up in, like, almost to the front door. And, um, but that's how, that's how sometimes God catches you. He says, look, is these people really worth it? And David is realizing in this moment, you ain't even worth me killing. What, what, what would be the purpose in that? I could have killed you in the cave, but you really ain't even worth the time of day. I'm still healed. I'm still alive. I'm not going anywhere. And what you gonna do about it? And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sacrifice my good, my goodness that God, the blessings that God has blessed me with, to get vengeance back at you. David clearly says that. Clearly, clearly acknowledges. What does it? What does it? What does it benefit me of killing you? Of getting back at you? You you seeing chasing down behind me, you lying on me, you, you stab me in the back, and and, and and then I could have killed you already, but I chose not to. You know, I'd rather show you grace and mercy than get back at you. I've had that happen in my life with several people in my life where I wanted to get back at them and I, 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 some, I ain't gonna lie, some things I did, I did them out of spite. Because the way the person treated me, I let my emotions get the best of me and I re- retaliated with people. And I did things to people that upset them that know that would upset them. I knew how I knew how to get back at a person and I knew how to upset them and get my vengeance, my revenge. But now it's like you ain't even worth the time of day. No, that just that 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 just shows me who you are, what you about, and how far you will carry yourself to not even like yourself. You don't like yourself, so you don't like me, so I know you don't like yourself. That's, that's what it brought out of me. That's, that's how I look at people now. When they come and attack me, when they say nasty things to me, when they uh, treat me kind of messed up, and I'm like, okay, well, that's who you is. You know, that's my famous saying. You know, that, that my Angelou, when people show you who they are, believe them. Take the blinders off. 
Don't, you know, take the blinders off, show them what's going on, things of that nature. These people, people going to be who they going to be. When they show you who they are, believe them. So, David, 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 David. And in 17, and he said to David, Thou art more righteous than I, for thou hast rewarded me good, whereas I have rewarded thee evil. And thou hast showed this day how that thou hast dealt well with me, for as much as when the Lord had delivered me into thy hand, thou killest me not. And David, like, I ain't even got time for that. For if a man find his enemy, will he let him go well away? Wherefore the Lord reward thee good for that thou hast done unto me this day. And now, behold, I know well that thou shalt surely be king, and that the kingdom of Israel shall be established in thine hand. It says, Swear now therefore unto me by the Lord, that thou wilt not cut off my seed after me, and that thou wilt not destroy my name out of my father's house. And David swore unto Saul, and Saul went home, and David and his men got them up into unto the hold. They parted ways. They parted ways, and he said, Saul asked permission from David. He said, Man, don't kill my kid, don't kill my sons, don't kill my my um my my you know, don't kill my seed, the children, the grandchildren, the great grand. Don't go into that vengeance because I'm asking for and, and basically Saul is sitting asking for forgiveness because he said he said you could have killed me in the cave. You could have got your vengeance back and wouldn't nobody known the difference. Cause I'm out here by myself, I'm in the cave by myself, and you got more men than I got, and I'm sitting here all alone. I'm standing here by myself. You could have killed me and wouldn't nobody had known the difference. But you chose to stand your ground, you chose to not seek the vengeance that you you have not retaliated the way that I have been after you. You didn't seek revenge. You didn't seek to uh, uh, make me an example or get back at me or strike at me. Or You didn't do none of that. You didn't do none of that. And it basically, it shocked Saul to his core. So, what would you do if somebody was after you like that? No. They they didn't have no good intentions for you. They didn't want they, they didn't want nobody to have more accolades than you. How would you treat that person if you ran up on them? Or that person you seen them in public, how would you treat them? Would you attack them, fight them, or would you say, Oh well, life goes on and keep it moving. I've done that. I have done that in my life where I've seen people that have totally tried to destroy me. And I look at them and like, well, that's just them. I hope they're living a nice life. You know, I, I wish them all the best. All right, keep, keep it moving. I'm gone. See you later. David is the better man in this situation. When it comes to him and Saul, they part ways. And it says, Saul goes home and David 
and his men, uh, they got, got them up into the hold. So, that is our lesson for today. And what would you do if that happened to you? That's my question to you. It has been my honor, privilege, and pleasure to bring you the daily devotional for today. All right, babies. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Authors, authors, authors. Have you written a book? Are you an experienced author or a new author? Well, I've got news for you. Authors Excerpt Sunday is the perfect start to growing your audience awareness with the public. Authors Excerpt Sunday has interview spots available in many forms. Live broadcasting done on all social media outlets, television, and podcasting. We would love to help you tell the world about your book. You can reach us at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. And let's tell the world about your book. All right, everyone. It has been an honor and a privilege to give you this word it is with my sincere heart that you can apply these words to your life on an everyday basis sometimes we want to retaliate against people but is it really worth it is it really worth the waste of your time? It's waste of energy. It's waste of your mindset. It's waste. It's just a waste. You could be doing something else with that time and that energy. You know, like writing a book or uh, you know, you know, working from home or or you know, um, being creative and 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 working with your hands. You know, work with the gifts God gave you. You know, and um, you know, and and. It is always good to show people grace and mercy because God shows us grace and mercy every day. And sometimes we don't even see it. Sometimes we don't even think about it, but he shows us grace and mercy every day. So, I hope you enjoyed the program. If you have any comments, leave them in the message box. Or you can write me at my email address. I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com And I will be so glad to read your emails over the uh, podcast inside the podcast so I love you and you have a blessed day